0: Hello guys and welcome to the Versatile Health Podcast. This is episode two and today's episode is where we talk all about sleep. Now this episode has been in high demand but before we start I want to do a few disclaimers. I am not a doctor. You should be consulting your doctor if you see any adverse health conditions. That includes losing sleep. Everything that I am covering in this podcast is... Proven in some way shape or form to have worked for the many therefore I'm talking to you about it because I think it will help you I'd also like to say a massive thank you to all of you who have listened um, to the previous podcast and who are listening to this one I would absolutely love it if you guys could share this podcast to your social medias so that more people can benefit and so it can be heard by more ears Let's kick this off by talking about blue light So who here likes looking like Elton John? For those of you who have seen blue light glasses before, you basically will look like a pedophile. You're gonna look like Elton John wearing these dodgy looking glasses. However, they're absolutely amazing for blocking out blue light, which is not very good for the retina. It's also not very good for sleep because it stresses the eyes so much. And you don't want the eyes to be under stress when you're trying to get to sleep. Aiming to reduce your blue light consumption, which basically means looking at LED screens like your computer screens, your phone screens, some types of TVs, um, a little bit before bed is going to be massively helpful to helping you sleep a little bit better. Alternatively, you can wear blue light glasses during your day or during the period before bed for a couple of hours before bed to help you reduce the amount of blue light consumption you have, again, to help aid sleep i'm not going to bore you with the science of blue light but basically you want to reduce your consumption before bed and you want to wear blue light glasses if you can't do so next on your list is sleeping schedule so it's very important if you're someone who struggles with sleep to get a schedule there what that basically means is you want to ideally have the same wake up time every single day that also includes weekends and have the same bedtime. Now that's going to be very hard for you socialites who like going out on the piss on the regular, but If you can, you want to ideally have the same bedtime because that then creates a routine and structure to your day and your body starts to know when that's going to happen. It starts to adapt to that and then you can start to expect to go to bed at a certain time and your body starts to shut down ready for that time. It will then have the same amount of sleep every single day and then when you wake up, it will wake up at the same time every day. The only time that that you might struggle were the days where you do go to bed a little bit later and you end up getting up at the same time you're obviously going to be a bit tired that day and the times when the clocks change because when you lose an hour sleep you're going to be a bit groggy. You also want to have some kind of routine before you go to bed. So for those of you who don't do that, that could be something that helps. An example could be for the last half an hour before you go to bed, you read a book or you listen to a podcast. or You basically do something that's going to settle you down. It might be meditating. It's completely up to you what you choose to do. But you want to do something, ideally avoiding blue light, that is going to settle you down and get you into a sleeping or tired state, so that when you go to bed, you're going to be sleepier and fall asleep quicker. Caffeine. Now, this is the devil's piss water when it comes to sleep. As you all know, caffeine is very, very good at keeping you awake, but many of you will still have caffeine later in your day. If I were you, I would be avoiding drinking caffeine probably from like 2, 3 p.m., and then that way, you've got none of it in your system when you're going to bed, and it's not going to affect things. What can happen is not only will it keep you awake, it will speed up your heart rhythm, and you're probably going to feel like you're having palpitations in bed if you're having caffeine before bed. Now, for some people, it doesn't affect them, especially in lower dosages, so it's not a one size fits all. But if you're someone who struggles to sleep and you'd normally have a coffee at like five or 6 p.m., if you remove that, you're highly likely going to sleep a little bit better. And if you really like the stuff, I mean, just get the decaffeinated version. Now we go on to your room. Now, the room is really important, and there's two different ways in which the room is important. So, the room needs to be the perfect setting to sleep. So, it needs to be cool, it needs to be dark, you need to ideally not have any sounds. So, if you've got a clock that ticks and you don't like the clock that ticks, get rid of the clock that ticks. Um, If you are on a road, um, sorry, if your house is on a road, where it makes lots of noise you might want to get earplugs so that again you don't hear sound that interrupts you if your neighbor's dog barks all the time get earplugs don't moan because the dog always barks just do something that you can do to solve that problem and then you'll sleep better not only that but you also need to have one or nearly one thing that you do in your bedroom obviously there's a few other things that you're going to do to enjoy yourself in your life <laughs> in the bedroom but um the main thing that you want to be doing in the bedroom is sleeping so don't sit in bed watching tv every single night because you're then associating your bedroom with watching tv you're not associating it with sleeping therefore you're probably not going to be in the right mental state to fall asleep when you're in the bedroom make it so that when you're in bed the only thing you're going to be doing is one or two things sleeping or your partner If you are someone who struggles to sleep, stop napping. If you struggle to sleep, sleeping in the day and upsetting things by having two hours sleep earlier on in the day, is not going to help you with sleeping at bedtime, is it? You're not going to have a solid eight hours at bedtime if you had two, three hours earlier on in the day. You're not the Spanish. There's no need to have a bloody siesta. Just make it so you have a sleeping period and an awake period. And if you live in Spain and you're listening to this, enjoy your siesta because it's bloody hot. But that's the only time that you're going to really need one. And if you really need a nap because you're absolutely shattered, you will all know by now that it's recommended that 20 minutes is like the prime nap time. It makes you more efficient and more productive after if you need to nap. But it's essential that you don't plan in a nap. You are having it if you need it and you're having the absolute minimum you need to better yourself for the rest of that day. If you struggle to sleep, let's get exercising, let's get active. The more active and more exercise you can do, the likelihood is the more tired you're going to be. You're going to burn more calories, you're going to be more physically tired, which is in turn going to make you more mentally tired. Do things um, that are going to keep you active throughout the day, especially if you're in isolation at the moment, like pretty much everyone is. You're going to need to get your steps up, you're going to need to do your daily activity. Also remember to get some fresh air. Fresh air is really important when it comes to sleep. If you're struggling to sleep every night, then go out for a late night walk um, for 10 minutes, get some fresh air and I can guarantee you'll feel a lot better. Meditation. I mean, yeah, you could be a yogi. You could be a monk. Meditating though, is very very good for helping people sleep now it's not something i personally have done excessive amounts of but it is highly recommended for those people who really struggle to sleep gives you time in your own mind gives you time to calm yourself you obviously shut your eyes which will make you feel a little bit more tired it slows the heart rate down basically all things that you would need to calm you and to get you into a slightly more tired state so it'd be wrong if I didn't include this in the podcast but having not done it myself very frequently I can honestly say I don't know whether it works well. The best things with these things is try it and see if it works but try it consistently don't be that person that does like it once and says no it didn't work like people do with their diets all the time where they try one diet for two days and it didn't work so they then try the next and you know it's that continuous spiral of fucking up. Have carbs before bed. Don't believe the tosh that you heard for years and years that eating carbs after 8pm makes you fat. That is utter rubbish and you all know it. There's no point listening to that saying. If you are wanting to feel a little bit more tired, I don't understand the science of it, but carbs before bed is heavily, heavily proven to help you sleep better. So again, it's one of those things. Try it. Look at the research. It clearly works. So try it. Try eating good amount of carbs before bed and it will help you sleep better. That doesn't mean fill yourself up so that you're bloated and heavy and probably uncomfortable. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying eat a little bit of carbs before bed and it's going to make you sleep better, which is why we're here. And finally, don't fight it. If you are struggling to sleep and you're in bed for like 15-20 minutes and you're not getting to sleep. You need to get out of bed. Like I said earlier, you need to associate your bed with sleep, not fidgeting, not watching TV or anything like that. So don't get stressed about the fact you can't sleep. Get out of bed, listen to a podcast, read a book, do something that's going to basically bore you, get you into a bit more of a tired state. And that is going to help you to get back to sleep when you go back to bed. Then go back to bed when you're starting to feel in that state and you will fall asleep much better count to 100 bloody sheep if you have to but don't do it in your bedroom do it elsewhere and then when you start to feel tired get up and go back to bed you might even find that you fall asleep on the sofa because you've left the stressful place that you currently can't get comfortable in so that would be my suggestions So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys benefited from this podcast and I hope you all sleep a little bit better tonight. Um, It's really important sleep. um, It definitely shouldn't be underestimated on how much it's gonna help you all feel um, healthier in general, um, but basically more efficient and productive in your day, which again is massively important. If you have any questions, I'm always free for a DM. Um, these kind of things also go a lot on a lot in my Trojan group, which is my online coaching platform. It's a group platform. It's really, really cheap. I'll put a link in the comments below um, so you guys can sign up if you'd like to. If you use the code Trojan10, that is currently an active code, which gets you £10 off your first month. Um, if you have any questions, as I say, I'm always free. Let me know and i speak to you all soon.